Fantastic. So welcome to week two of Naturally Healthy Club September 23 group. And today we're going to be talking about my, one of my favorite topics of all time, which is I maximize the pleasure of food or we maximize the pleasure of food. And I want to start with a quote from a guy called Tim Fargo, who I have no idea who he is, but it, it, this quote has just been on my radar. And it's who, who you are tomorrow begins with what you do today. And I love this, like just reminding ourselves that the choices that we make today really impact our future self and that person who we're becoming. And we have so much control over over that person and who that person is. So I'm so glad that we're here doing this work um, together as part of the Naturally Healthy Club. Okay, so we're going to start with our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy, which I introduced you to last week. So I actually added a couple of things in this because I because I, I was thinking about it and there was like a couple of things I was like, oh yeah, really need to include that. So I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. So that's the new addition. And it's just one of my favorite thoughts, just reminding ourselves that actually we are more powerful than we think, particularly when it comes to our health and our relationship with food. And um, when I do my work with people in this secret society around changing their relationship with alcohol. So I love this thought. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh whatever it is and it's okay. I accept myself with curiosity. How do I, number five is how do I want this to go, which is our key question for making intentional choices. Number six is overeating and stuffing myself is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. Number seven, there'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. Number eight, I change best when I feel good. Number nine, I don't have to do this perfectly. Number 10, the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today is like maximizing that pleasure and really getting the most enjoyment out of our food. Uh, the next one is it's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. I'm so lucky. Um, I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. So that's our philosophy. And then each week I'm also going to remind you of our process. So um, our Naturally Healthy Club process, the way that we remember it is LITE, L-I-T-E. And that stands for, L stands for listening to our bodies. I stands for making intentional choices. T stands for tracking and E stands for enjoyment. So the enjoyment piece we're going to be talking about a lot today. Tracking we'll be talking about next week and then the week after we'll be talking about intentional choices and then after that we'll be learning to listen to our bodies. So um, just so you know, like that's the way we're going to be implementing our process. Uh, and so what we're going to be focusing on today is this enjoyment piece. So I don't want you to worry about the other parts. Like we will get to those. We're just doing this one step at a time. So there's, there's no rush. <laughs> um, and for each part of our process, like we have a thought and a habit that goes along with it. So for our enjoyment, our thought is there's no rush. And our habit, there's actually two habits for the enjoyment piece because it's so important. And the first habit is like putting our cutlery down in between bites, which is all about helping us, like an actual habit to help us slow down. And then the other habit that we're going to be talking about today is anticipation and anticipating treats and anticipating enjoying our food. So, um, yes, we'll get on to that next. So overall plan for today is 
Um, each week, I, if there's some news, I'll share some news. I've just got one little bit of news this week. Then I'm going. Then I open it up to um, tiny wins or tiny lessons. So I want to hear from you guys who are on the call, um, and yeah, like just to share with the group. Like, just it could be something that you've noticed. It could be like could be a major like life-changing thing it, could, it does it doesn't matter like or it could be a big lesson that you've learned like I learned last week on my birthday about overeating um so yeah either any is all of the, of the above or just a, an observation it just um but I, I, it's I think it's really fun to get like to hear from you guys and to get some more interaction into these sessions so it's not just me me talking um and then, so we will do our tiny wins. So, so I'll open up to the group and then I'll quickly recap last week, which I always like to do is like recap the previous week because we all learn best by repetition. And just to remind you and me of what we did, what we've, what, where we're coming. And also then if you miss a lesson, you'll, you'll get the recap. So it's not so, so much that you're missing out on. Um, and then we're going to be talking about maximizing the pleasure of food and we're going to be doing our tasting exercise so if you if you have your like we just you just need two pieces of food that, that are the same so whether that's you know two strawberries two pieces of chocolate two pieces of cheese two pieces of toast whatever you feel like eating two chips um yeah yeah so we're going to do our tasting exercise and we'll talk about anticipating treats and then um if we do have time we'll open it up for coaching and that will be it for, for today's lesson so in terms of news, um, post of the week, win of the week, actually, prize went to Marisa. Um, it's that, 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 is it Marisa? Yeah, that's how I say your name. Yeah, so she, will I, will I just read out what you what you post in the group, your aha one? Is that okay? Yeah, amazing. It was such a good one. She's like, so it was um, the title. Oh, I didn't put the title in, but it was something around along the lines of like a major, like light bulb moment. And she said, I must confess that all week I've been struggling with the thought that I've slowed down my eating, but I still finish all the food on my plate and never really feel full. I wondered if I was eating enough to begin with. And then, then I think to myself, Marisa, you, <laughs> you, have, you have a problem with losing weight. You're eating more than enough food. Um, so today my wife and I ordered breakfast out. I ordered my favorite breakfast because I think I'm supposed to enjoy my food, which yes, good. And <laughs> nothing is off limits. Yes. Great work, Marisa. Um, food comes, I take one bite of the corned beef hash and it tastes a little off. Um, I've had this, this tastes like this before when it's from a can and not prepared in house. I ordered two eggs over easy home fries and rye toast. I was successful in putting my fork down. And basically I was listening for the click that the fork makes on the made on the dish. I wanted to hear that sound. I love that. Like having that like auditory experience. Um, then Marisa said, um, I watched as my wife quickly finished her plate in no time flat. She asked me if there was a problem. I told her I was focusing on slowing down my eating and that the corn beef hash was not great tasting so I was not going to finish it the home fries were undercooked and bland the rye toast was good but only parts were that were buttered and the eggs were just a little overdone for my liking I ate the eggs about half the toast and maybe a third of the bowl of home a third of the home fries the waitress asked if I wanted a box I said no I'm all set but the our home moment is I didn't automatically just shovel that food into my mouth just to eat it and clear my plate mindlessly which I would normally do even if I didn't like how something tasted I loved when I read this. Um, so then she says, I usually eat um, so fast that I may not have even noticed the taste of the food. The thing that we talk about on the first call is it all started to click in my head. And I was actually super proud of myself for walking away, not feeling 
stuffed on food that was subpar. I felt good knowing I made a choice for myself. And it's five hours later, I'm still not hungry. And so sorry this is so long. If you made it this far, you are a rock star. So everyone's a rock star this week for reading all of Maurice's posts. But I, I wanted to read it all just to have that experience of like, this is like, this is what the coaching is all about. It's like being in that moment, in that meal and noticing, oh yeah, you know what? This doesn't taste so great. Oh yeah, these chips are a bit underdone. Like I'm not really enjoying this. Like, and then just like leaving behind the stuff that doesn't taste good, slowing down, enjoying the stuff that does taste good. So, so great. So yeah, really wanted to celebrate Marisa for that. Okay. So yeah, let's open up to the group. So who else? That's that's all for news. So who else has a tiny win you'd like to share or something you've noticed? Probably. I mean, I loved Marisa. Marisa's that was great because there was so much in that, but also just for me was trying to be intentional in taking it slow and then also noticing when I wasn't. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I just devoured half my plate. So just having the awareness and intentionality was, you know, like, wow, one, I can do it. And two, it makes a difference in how it is different than just mindlessly eating your food or in, you know, it might not be that good and you're still eating it. So that was something I, um, enjoyed the process. And like you were saying earlier, reading us through, like I, I tend to jump ahead because I'm like, I don't know how I'm ever going to figure out when I'm hungry or full or this or that. We're just with the fork and being intentional. So focus on this. So. I love that. I love that, Rachel. I love that you like notice, but also that you notice that you, your brain wanted to rush ahead and to be like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, future pacing, which like, I'm totally there too. I do that all the time. So <laughs> it's, it's so like easy just to do that. So it is a thought you have to like be intentional about. <laughs> yeah. And just like, but noticing it and coaching yourself and not making yourself wrong for it. Like not, it's not a problem yeah. if it happens. It's just, oh yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. This is what, no, don't worry about that. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So good, Rachel. I love it. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Does anyone else want to share? Yeah, I've, I've got one. So um, yesterday I picked up one of my kids from a party and I wasn't, you know, expecting to eat anything and I had my mask on for COVID and um, then the mum offered us birthday cake and normally I just would have completely, you know, said, of course, I'll eat birthday cake. Um, but I thought, well, I wasn't really planning to eat. I don't really want to take off my mask. I'm not really going to enjoy it standing here. Um, and I was planning on making cupcakes with my child later on. So I said, no, thanks. Um, and then later she said, oh, do you want to take some home? So I said, yes. So I took some for me and my kids. And then I did have it that day and I did, we didn't make the cupcakes. So I did have it that day. So that was my treat for the day. But I had it alone, not talking, sitting down in- with a cup of tea. So I really enjoyed it. Whereas if I had just sort of stuffed it in at the party, I wouldn't have really enjoyed it at all. Oh, I love that. I love that, Tanya. Yeah. Like, and just you making that choice of like, yeah, like, yeah, I, I'm in control here. I can choose this. So good. So good. Yay. Was it a nice cake? Yeah, it was good. She made, she made the cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. That's so good. Love birthday cake. Okay. Anyone else got a win? Shout out the group. 
Um, I'll just share that I'm really impressed with everybody's tiny wins. Um, I feel like I've, um, my tiny one is just maybe noticing how much I shovel food in and um, occasionally putting down my fork. Um, I don't know if I'm at the point where I'm like making better choices yet, but um, I am thinking about it as I'm eating. Like it's, I'm, your voice is sort of in my head. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a little intimidated, um, but um, you know, we've got a long road ahead of us. So I, uh, I'm happy to stick around and learn more. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So what do you think that, um, so that thought that's like making, cause well, we haven't got to the coaching part, but just like our thoughts create, like that there's a thought that's all, that, that leads to a feeling. So do you think that, that the thought, there's a thought in there, something about like, I'm not doing it right, or I'm not. Um, well, one thing that came up for me this week when I, so one, like in a few meals, I was thinking to myself, like, uh, that you're saying like, there's no rush, right. There's no yeah. rush. Yeah. I kept saying that to myself, but then I'd like, look at the clock and be like, but I am in a rush. <laughs> like, right, I don't right. have enough time for this. Like, and so it was this like fight in my head. And then of course the, I am in a rush voice one because, um, that was like reality. Uh, and so, so I'm, I'm wondering, like, do I need to just carve out more time um, and get used to that idea? Or like, how do you do that when you like are in a time crunch? Yeah, cool. That's that's so, I'm so glad that, that that's come up, Melissa. So it's up to you. Like you get to decide, right? So, so and for some meals, like, so like, usually for me, like for lunch on work days, like I don't have, like I give myself half an hour for lunch, but sometimes that gets squeezed. And so, yeah, I do have some time pressure. And so I eat as slowly as I, like I focus on the food and eat as slowly as I can, but it's not, like I don't, it's not a big problem if I do have to shovel in a few bites um, to get to like the next thing. But then like for dinner, I'm always like making sure that I've got like, uh, like time and that I'm not, not, but it, there's no like right or wrong. Like you, it's up to you to decide like what, like, how do you want it to go? Like, what do you want your life to be like? And you get to choose like and if you want to have some days where you do have a more luxurious amount of time then great but if you have other days where it's um where there is a rush then like don't worry about it like that's just that's okay <laughs> how does that feel like if you um that makes me feel a little better to know just that like you're not perfect either <laughs> <laughs> and that sometimes you are in a rush too and um yeah so i yeah it's but yeah, it's good to look forward and say, okay, maybe I'll give myself like 20 minutes to eat breakfast instead of 10 tomorrow morning. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But then maybe like the next morning you might have an early meeting. So you won't, but like, it's like, yeah, just, yeah. I think like, you know, as long as there's like one meal in your day that is, does feel like you've got, that you've allowed yourself a lot of time is a, like a nice way to do it, but it's really up to you. And if you, for anyone that's listening, that's like, yeah, but I really love eating fast. If you really love eating fast, that's okay too. Like that's then like, don't slow down, like eat, keep eating quickly. Like, but as we're going to do when we do our um, tasting exercise today, I just want you to challenge, like, do you really love eating fast? Is it, is it really serving you? So, but if you decide that it is, and like, there's a million ways to different ways to be naturally healthy. And you know, we all get to, we're on this mission to figure it out with ourselves. Okay. Oh, this is so great. 
Um, okay, so, so let's just. Oh yeah. I, sorry, I um I have my camera off because I've had COVID all week. Oh, um, I'm sorry to hear that, Micah. It's okay. I wouldn't share it except that all of my learnings are from that. Um, <laughs> so I didn't, I have struggled to eat anything this week because nothing has sounded good or tasted good and I've just yeah. not felt good. And so I've had a couple, like, I don't know, different sort of understandings. One is that like food is not the enemy. I've been like really realizing how much nourishing food matters. Cause like today I'm mostly better, but I like literally can't move because I've not eaten all week. And I just, like remembering right. how important food is for our energy levels because sometimes we feel like it's something we're combating and so that really came home to me and then just like how little we eat if we eat very slowly because I was eating so slowly because I just didn't care at all um and also how hard it is to eat like if we don't like nothing tasted good yeah so like missing the ability to savor or enjoy any food for a whole week was just really hard for me and so I'm really excited about this week and thinking about maximizing well I'm hoping that once again food will taste good to me at some point but um but that was the biggest thing it's just that both like when it was really hard to eat instead of the opposite that that also wasn't what I wanted in my life um and so your whole thing about having balance really struck a, a chord with me I think this week. I love that. I love that, like that you could get those lessons out of out of like a week of being sick too, Micah. Like it's so that's so great. I didn't get them earlier. I just got them today when my brain came back. It's been going on. <laughs> <laughs> brain's been my brain's been busy like fighting <laughs> fighting infections. Else. Yeah, that's right. To keeping you alive, kind of important. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. Oh, good. So we've got win from everyone. Um, okay. So let's recap last week. Um, basically last week our theme was change is possible and we were, and I shared examples from some people who've been in the naturally healthy club. I shared my story and, um, and I shared started with the, the philosophy and the process, which we've recovered, recapped again this week. And we talked about this idea of your naturally healthy self-concept and that part of the like our job, uh, uh, part of the fun part about um, about about doing any work like this is that we have to. It's important that we do the work to change our our self concept, like how we see ourselves. Because if we see ourselves as someone who overeats and someone who struggles with food, then we can like change that our behavior and we can you know lose weight for sh the short term. But it's not if it if we don't change that self concept as well, the change isn't going to be lasting. So that's a really key part of. Um, of this of the work that we're going we're doing so um so we will be like actually doing some exercises to work on on the our, our self-concept as we as we go along in the in the future so stay tuned for those um and then we, we also I also kind of wanted to set you guys up with a with a goal of for the first like you know one to two months that we just want to focus on like learning a new process, learning a new way of being, focus on building some new habits and changing our mindset, but not have any like pressure to be like losing weight right now. So I actually recommend to set a goal of just like keeping your weight stable for the next like at least month, possibly two months and like learn getting these habits in place and then looking at if we want to want to set some goals around around changing your weight uh, but you may not want to do that either 
and then we also spoke about this idea of like responsibility magic and just like what I expect from you guys. And the only thing, there's two things I expect from you. One is to post a tiny win or a tiny lesson in the group each week. Um, and the other is to ask for help when you're struggling and or feeling resistance or checking out because, and the reason for the, the tiny win is because we change best when we feel good. So it's really important that we, um, that we recognize progress. And so that just having that habit of like each week, just thinking about what, what's one reflecting and thinking what, what's one thing that I'm proud of that, because that's enough to keep you, keep you, keep you going. Cause if, because our brains have a negativity bias. So if we don't look for the positive, it can be very easy for it to like just slide it under the, under the radar and for us to not, and then feel demotivated and, and not make, keep making progress. So key, super key for making progress. And also like, it's fun to like share, share, when, share things with the group as well. Um, and then the, and the reason I, like I, the other, for the other responsibility piece of that, you have to let me know if you feel like you're struggling or if you're feeling resistant. So you feel, feel like you're checking out. It's just like, I'm an amazing coach, <laughs> but um, I'm, and I'm going to assume that you're like kicking goals and doing really well, unless you tell me otherwise. So um, so yeah, that was our, our our lesson from from last week. So now let's move on and um, yeah, let let's start talking about the maximizing the pleasure of food. Yay! Uh, so uh, why pleasure? Like, why am I so passionate about this? Basically, because it's fun, <laughs> um, and because food tastes really good. And I don't want you guys to miss out on that. And often, like we like, I think when we're like mindlessly eating, like we're really shortchanging ourselves. I'm missing missing out on one of the most you know beautiful, pleasurable parts of life. And but there's also a reason why we want, and there's another reason why like I'm so passionate about maximizing pleasure. It's because it really is a key um, part of satiety and feeling satisfied with the food that we're eating. Um, like like hu hunger is. We'll, and we'll talk about this in a future lesson, but there's actually like a psychological component to hunger. And like you will have all experienced like that when you've you know, been to a movie and you've eaten this big tub of popcorn and it's kind of like you're concentrating on the movie and you hardly even notice the popcorn. And it's almost like you don't, your body doesn't register that it's had these, this food. So, so by tuning into pleasure and really um, paying attention to our food is that's really, really makes a huge difference for how satisfied we feel with our food. And the thing is that, like, you know, in society, like we think we, that we want to eat more food, but really we don't want, it's the quantity of food is, isn't important. It's like, we want more enjoyment. We want more, like, we want more deliciousness. We don't actually want, you know, to be eating bucket loads and bucket loads of stuff and feeling really gross afterwards. Um, and I think the other reason why, like one of the, like I worked with a sex coach last year and she was, you know, really big on how pleasure is so helpful for our health as well. Like this self-care piece of like that, that when we're able to tune into pleasure and be like, it's like a part of mindfulness, like being in the moment that it helps us navigate stress in our life. It helps us to tune in to like appreciate what's going, what's going well. It also helps with our relationships. Like, so pleasure is, is actually a really key part of health. Um, and the other reason why we want to maximize pleasure is like, is that when you build that, it helps to build that, that self-trust because, and then when you know, yes, I'm going to have plenty of delicious food in my future, like it's easier to say no to the like average, um, you know, corn hash 
con con beefing that um that Marisa had or like it like it's easier to say no to stuff when you know that you're going and it's easier to not overeat when you know that yeah I'm going I'm going to have more deliciousness next meal I'm going to have more deliciousness tomorrow um and like I definitely like when I work with people like that's one of the things is like 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 with people there was a um someone I worked with called Philippa and she like had this like couldn't trust herself around ice cream and so we just like started to like where she like really like would like ha gave herself permission to have ice cream every day and like just did an experiment and then she found that actually no she was satisfied just having a small scoop of ice cream and that she could trust herself around ice cream um so yeah like it's a like it really does help with the self-trust piece so this is why i'm so excited about pleasure so we're going to actually do our tasting. There's two parts to our tasting exercise. So you've got your two pieces of food. So um, so our first part of the tasting exercise, we're going to do that now, is I want you to like get your one one piece of food and then I want you to open it, grab your phone and open up like whatever your favourite, like social media, whatever, if you're Instagram, you know, Facebook, news site, whatever your favourite distraction is on your phone. I want you to open that up and I want you to eat the first piece of food as fast as you can. And if you want to turn, yeah, if you want to turn your camera off while you're eating, that's fine. Um, and like just focusing on the distraction. So I'll just give you a minute. I'm going to go and grab my tea to just eat, eat your mission, eat as quickly as possible and like not paying attention. <laughs> Okay, so as you probably have guessed, <laughs> that part of the exercise is all around how not to maximize the pleasure of food. So now we're going to talk about how to maximize pleasure. So there's four, is there four steps? Yeah, four steps to maximizing pleasure. And so what it is, um, is first of all, like to give yourself that permission to eat what you really want. Because if you're thinking, oh, I shouldn't be having this, and you've got the, like that kind of ju those judgmental thoughts around food in the back of your mind, that really does kind of kill the buzz. And it doesn't like, um, like, and yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't make it, make it feel fun. And yes, like there's some foods like, and some al and alcohol, definitely like it's important to have boundaries so that you can find that balance. However, um, yeah, like when we're telling ourselves I shouldn't be having this, it really doesn't, it doesn't make it, um, make it very enjoyable. The second step is to enjoy the anticipation. Then the third step is to like slow down and focus on the food, which is what we're going to be doing next. And then the fourth step is to like coach yourself if you, when you want more. Um, so I'll go into each of these in a, in a bit more detail. So so basically, like step one, giving yourself permission to eat what you really want, uh, like that pretty self-explanatory. And um, yeah, like we want to just get away from this idea that eating like a cookie or eating pieces of cake or eating potatoes or whatever it is, like we have these, there's a narrative out there in weight loss world that if, oh, if I eat these certain foods, I'm not going to lose weight or I'm going to gain weight. And the thing is that 
none of those things on their own are a problem. None of those things are fat. There's no such thing as fattening food. Like it's like the quantity that we have of them. So having one cookie or two cookies is very different from having a whole pack of cookies. And so we want to just give ourselves that permission and um, so that we are including the things that we love in our life. And so step two is the enjoying the anticipation. And so with, with, with step two, like you don't have to anticipate every single thing that you eat and, and get in enjoyment out of that. Um, but when we, um, when we plan things ahead, we actually get almost as much, just as much pleasure from thinking about and anticipating a treat as we do and, and food. And this applies to like you know, all things life. If you think about holidays, like thinking of planning a holiday can be just as enjoyable as actually being on the holiday. And the same goes with food. So where possible, I highly recommend enjoying, um, like planning things so that you get to enjoy this anticipation. And I did a podcast episode recently called like how to double the pleasure you get from food. And basically the whole point of the podcast was just like plan some plan stuff. So then you get to um, and enjoy the anticipation part of it as well. Um, and the cool thing is that when you um, like, and there's actually been research on this, like, um, and that like that was done on cocaine addicts, but you know, so that's pretty extreme form of, uh, of people anticipating something, but they were looking at the, like measuring their, um, the dopamine levels in their brains. So it's so a dopamine's like this reward, the reward, um, neurotransmitter and the, in our brains, like we actually release just as much, much dopamine when we anticipate, when they anticipated having like taking the drug as like, as, so they measured them, like when they were told that they were going to get it. And then they also measured them when they actually took it. And the, um, and the, like, the dopamine that, that that was released when they anticipated was just as much as when they actually took that, or maybe even slightly higher. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, like so, we get um, we we get dopamine. We like we actually our brains get a reward when we anticipate. So if you think about like like chocolate, or if you think about having um, you know a beautiful glass of wine, like that that anticipation. It actually releases dopamine in your brain. So you actually do get like a, it's a physiological like reward that goes, goes on. Um, and so how you, how you go about planning these, what I, what I, as part of the, um, and we'll talk about this in, actually, we're going to talk about um, anticipating treats in a, in a second. So I'll go into more detail with that um, later, but just know this is a huge part of like, it's a huge opportunity to really maximize pleasure is to is the, the anticipation piece that a lot of people don't don't think about. So once you've given yourself permission to something, you've planned it, you're like, yes, you know, for me, like it's like Saturday and Sunday nights, ice cream night. So last night I had my, my cheesecake ice cream, which I'd anticipated because I had it was my birthday on Friday. So I'd made myself a birthday cheesecake. And then I was like, so looking forward to the cheesecake ice cream. Um, I got a lot of, lot of anticipation for that. And then, so our third step is just to slow down and focus on the food. And so what that looks like is our habit of putting our cutlery down between bites, you know, eating without distractions. So like no books, no screens. If you want to play music, great. But, um, and this is something that I find interesting that a lot of people do struggle with. So if you do, if you are someone who currently eats with a book or with distractions, um, you know, you don't have to turn them off but what I would encourage you to do is just do some experiments and see what that's like of like and actually um someone who's in, was in the, a group a couple of groups ago she was really struggling with the like eating without distractions thing and so she um 
what she would do is like on she would like search for a fireplace video on YouTube and put that on and she was on her iPad and so she would sit by the fire and gaze into the fire as she ate her food so that can be a, a good hack uh, but yeah it's like serving it's like like serving the food out onto a plate or a bowl so that you can look at it and appreciate the visuals and and also like when you're serving food out that's great because then you also have an end point so that you know you you're not just digging your hand into the bag of chips um also like you know like make it official like yeah even like if it's just a snack that you're having like actually sitting down like when I have my afternoon snack every day I like at the moment it's winter so like the fires are light I'll sit down by the fire if it's nice I'll sit out in the garden and I'll have my snack sitting down um yeah and like you could pretend like you're Nigella Lawson like so you just like you know savor really enjoy every bite like tune into your senses close your eyes if you want to close your eyes like an experiment like experiment with taking big bites or smaller bites um and just really pay attention and just like putting those pauses in between and just noticing like how it feels um and this is all like part of the journey of becoming naturally healthy is like you get to play around and find you know what what really lights you up like what feels good for you when you're eating so slowing down and focusing on the food and then the, the last step is coaching yourself when you want more and this is um this is like for anything like like particular but you'll particularly find if you're having something sugary or alcohol like of course you'll get to the end of your cupcake you know you'll get the end of the, your cookie and you'll be like oh, that was really good. I would, you know, I want more. And, and so just not making yourself wrong for that, like going, oh yeah, like, of course I'm going to want more, more cookies. Of course I'm going to want more chocolate, like chocolate's delicious. Um, and then just learning to coach yourself in those moments of going, actually, you know, like, um, yeah, like, and just the and coach, when I say coach yourself, I just mean like just the, the thoughts that you're thinking about in that, in that moment. So reminding yourself, oh yeah, like it's better when I, when I, when I, like I, I planned this and, or maybe you're like, okay, I'm really do want some more of this. I'm going to have some more tomorrow, or I'm going to plan it again another day or um, yeah. So like just in those moments, thinking thoughts that are going to help you stick to your intention. So, um, and also knowing that if you do end up going, oh, you know what, I'm going to have another piece and like then end up feeling gross afterwards and overeating like not making yourself wrong for that just knowing like just noticing oh what were the thoughts that that caused me to have that second piece and um and just learning using it as an as, a, as an, an opportunity to learn so so that's overall how we maximize pleasure does anyone have any questions or thoughts about about this this idea no we're good Clear. we're all ready to experience maximizing some pleasure <laughs> amazing um okay so tasting exercise part two so if you want to turn your camera off again if you don't want to be eating on camera totally understand um so with this second piece of food what i want you to do is like pretend that you're in a new body that's never eaten this this thing before so you're going to be experiencing it for the very first time. Like pretend you're an alien and you've come down to earth and you're like, right, what is this? Like, let's say, let's say this, this piece of food. And so what we want to, you're going to be experiencing it for the first time. So I want you to be approaching it with like, like really from these fresh eyes of like, oh, if I hadn't ever had this before, what would I be thinking? 
And so we want to like approach it with curiosity and like fascination. And so first we want to like just put the food on your hand and just, or if it's on a plate, whatever, um, just look at, at the food and like look at the color or the, like is it, is it shiny? Like look at the shape. Like, like is, it, is it beautiful or is it kind of ugly but potentially like there's beauty in the ugliness? Like is it uniform? Is it rough? Um, and then if you feel comfortable closing your eyes, like you can pick up the food and just feel like touch with your fingers, like what does the texture feel like? And if you hold it in your hand, like what does the weight feel like? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel really light for its its size? Um, just notice like the temperature is at like cold, warm, room temperature. And then we want to like hold it up to your nose and just have a good smell. So like just notice like what's the aroma that does this have? Like what am I noticing here? And then next we're going to like actually run it along, just along your lips and not actually um, putting it in your mouth, but just just putting the running the food along your lip just to see how that feels. Just experience like what am I noticing here? And then we're going to take a tiny bite, like a really small bite, like the smallest bite that you can take. A little nibble like you're a mouse and just tune in and just like ask yourself like what am I noticing here like um you know is like is a like particular flavor that's really standing out or is it like the texture is it like really smooth and melting or is it um is it is it crunch to it and then like as you start to chew like how does it how does that flavor change or what how does your experience of the food change and the, then you can swallow <laughs> and take a breath. And then we're going to go back for another bite. So we want to take a bigger bite this time and then just chew. And then again, just ask yourself, like, what am I noticing here? Like, what does this feel like in my mouth? What are the flavors that I'm really, what's standing out to me? And remember, like, there's no right or wrong with this. It's just noticing. And then you can swallow and then you're free to finish. If, if you have any more left, you feel, feel free to finish it in your own time. And then open your eyes again if you did close your eyes. And, yeah, like what do you notice? Does anyone want to share what that experience was like? I will. Great, Marisa. Um, so I will confess that I didn't understand the instructions. I thought you said to bring two different pieces. So I had an apple and a piece of candy. Oh, so right, when, right. When <laughs> sorry, I, sorry. That was my bad. I, I put the candy in my mouth and I muted the the yep. video and I ran to the kitchen and got another piece of chocolate. And so while I was doing that, I... I just totally like ate the candy and didn't even realize, like, I didn't even taste it. It was yeah, gone. Right. And I'm like, oh, success. <laughs> I, I was I totally distracted. It totally distracted. Perfect. I didn't need my phone. <laughs> Anyways. A plus, now, a plus for that one. Right? This, and I know I didn't turn the video off. You probably were watching me do this. Um, it's a salted caramel chocolate thing. 
dark chocolate on the outside. And so the salt hit my lips first. Um, didn't even realize it had salt on it when it, it went in my mouth before. Um, the creamy caramel, like, I, I don't know, like it, it's amazing how different, like, had I been an, a Martian <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and I had to write it down before and the Martian wrote it down, it'd be like, you'd think it was two different foods. So right. it was so it's a completely different experience. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love salted caramel. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Salt and sweet. It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That was cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Okay, did anyone else want to share your experience? Um, I can share. I um, I had dark chocolate. Amazing. And um, uh, I, the first time um, I took a small bite and chewed pretty fast and it was gone. And the second time, um, I, I noticed the smell, which I did not notice at all the first time. Um, it was really surprising to me how rich it was. And, and um, then I took like, for the normal bite, I took like the same size of bite as I took in the first exercise, but um, it felt like so much more food. Isn't um, that amazing? Yeah, like it felt like it was like, wow, this is a really big bite. But in reality, it was like the same size. So um and I it just and like it melted in my mouth and like it didn't like the other one like didn't melt at all it just was like down the hatch instantly so um uh yeah I was able to like extend the pleasure of it more yeah so good and I love that you noticed that like you didn't even notice the smell the first time like the aroma and actually like when we taste like our most of like like most of the like things that we think of as tastes like all the the flavor it actually it's aroma so we're actually experiencing it through our nose either through our nose or there's actually there's a um it's called the retro nasal passage so there's actually actually like a passage in the back of the mouth that links up to the nose so that when we're chewing food the flavor aroma molecules actually go up to the nose so we detect them there which is why so mike is probably all blocked up and she isn't the food isn't tasting that great to her because the, the retronasal passage is blocked so yeah like the all the like you know the the, the chocolatey smell all those those beautiful flavor like aromas that we get that they're, they're really like the the main part of taste and our taste buds are just detecting like salt sweet bitter um acid like so and umami so like there's like what what our taste buds actually taste when we eat is a, like a fraction of the sensory input that we get from the aroma so when we actually take the time to smell through our nose as well like we're really doubling our pleasure so I'm glad that you noticed that Melissa amazing yeah awesome okay so so now like now hopefully <laughs> the whole point of this exercise is just to like yeah like so you can have that really clear experience of like how different your perception of food can be depending on how much attention and like why like slowing down is so great because it means that you get to experience the food way way more 
Um, so now we're going to talk about anticipating treats. And so I've touched on this before when we, we, we've talked about um, like how to maximize pleasure. And um, I'll just put myself on speaker. Um, so why we want to like max, why we want to anticipate, like why we want to plan treats ahead is the number one reason I think is because it does, it does, it doubles your pleasure. Like when you're anticipating, like when you're thinking about something that you're going to enjoy. So I actually have a box of, uh, that of salted caramel. Marie said that I um, chocolate coated salted caramel. I bought myself for my birthday. That's I'm going to make ice cream with that next weekend. So I'm already like anticipating and looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, like anticipation doubles our pleasure and that, and the other thing is that it really helps to create this food abundance mindset and this thought that there'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. And a lot of our over, like when we overeat, a lot of it comes from food scarcity thinking. Like, and so we want to shift ourselves from being in this food. And when we're dieting and restricting, we're totally in food scarcity mode, right? And that's why, um, and that actually builds our psychological hunger. It builds our hunger like on so many other levels. And it, that really, that restriction mindset really causes us to overeat. So the, what we want to do is, as naturally healthy people is to be the opposite of that and actually have this food abundance mindset where we really know that there's going to be plenty of amazing food in our future. So then like in the moment, we're way less likely to overeat because we like go, oh yeah, that's right. Like I'm going to have ice cream again. <laughs> next week I'm going to have ice cream like I'm going to have whatever it is I'm going to have a burger again tomorrow like you know so having this abundant mindset is really really key and also I touched on this before as well like anticipating treats helps us build that self-trust it's because it's like that act like of actually that that process actually of thinking about something that you really want letting yourself enjoy that the wanting of it, then actually giving it to yourself and letting yourself enjoy the having of it and then not making yourself wrong afterwards is like such a beautiful way to build that self-trust of, yeah, I can do this. I can, like, I can have birthday cake. I can have cupcakes. I can do this. And, um, and when the more you do that and have that experience that that just becomes easier and becomes part of who you are, like someone who trusts themselves around food. So, um, so yeah, anticipating treats is really key so how do we go about doing this so just what I would like you to experiment so we've got our putting our cutlery down and our thought of there's no rush to help us enjoy our food the other habit that I want to work on for enjoyment um, so it's the only part of the process that has two habits is getting into the habit of planning a planning a daily treat and um and um how are we going to do that is we actually it doesn't have to be daily so it's like getting into the habit of planning treats I recommend getting into the habit of planning a treat every day but again you get to remember this is your naturally healthy process you might decide that you want to have treats three times a week or every second day it might doesn't have to be every day um but so it's up to you to think about like how do I like bring in that question like how do I want this to go like what do I want my relationship to treats be like and and it's funny, like, because um, people like always often what comes up is like people struggle with deciding, like, oh, like it's, it's hard to decide what, what what my treats are, and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be chocolate. It could be as long as it's something that you enjoy. It could be a bowl of broccoli, like with blue cheese on it. Like, 
it doesn't matter what the treaty is. What is important is that it's something that you are going to look forward to, right? So it could be a steak. It could be like, um, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like junk food. It doesn't have to be sweet. It doesn't have to be anything. All the, the only criteria is that it's going to be something that you go, yes, I really want to have this and that you're going to let yourself have it. So it could be a piece of salmon, <laughs> like, um, which is, I'm going to be having salmon tonight. So that's not necessarily my treat for the day, but yeah, it's up to you. And but the, what, what, what we want to get into the habit of is deciding in advance. So like um, you might want to like think about it. It might be something that you do every morning is thinking about like, oh, OK, what's going to be my treat today? If there's a like, you know, if you have a habit of planning a day and thinking about like what's coming up for work, you might like to tag it on, like tack it on to um, link it to that habit. Or if you have a habit of like at the end of your day, planning your next day, like or maybe it's like, you know, when you're having, after you have dinner, you might like to think about it. doesn't matter when, but just experiment and decide for yourself. Like, when am I going to decide what my treat is for the day? And, um, and yeah, and then it's like, so just every day deciding, oh yeah, okay, my treat today is going to be, yeah, go Tanya. Oh, she's gone. Sorry, thank you. Um, so just a couple of questions. So one is... Yeah, cool. Lots of questions come up with this. <laughs> one is, um, you know, you said there's no bad food, whereas to me when I think of treat, it's like, oh, okay, it's bad food. Um, it's what I really want to eat all the time. Um, so how do I have that idea at the same time of having the idea that there's no bad food? And then the other question I have is how do I... I don't know. I can just imagine if I'm saying oh, it's my treat, you know, so I can have a huge piece of cake every day. I'm not going to be very healthy. I'm not going to be losing weight. Great questions. <laughs> so, so there is no bad food, right? So treat, like, so we can just, we can just decide that, right? That treats aren't bad. Cake is not bad. Like, it's just like, that's a thought that we have about them. So like, like, that's just a, like, we can, we, are, we can just decide that the treat is not bad and it's actually going to be beneficial. And then the second question around the piece is that you want to be specific about like the, this, you want to be specific about how much you're going to have and how often you're going to have it. So if you're going to have like, you know, half a cheesecake every day as your treat, probably not such a great idea, but if you like want to have, it's like, if you want to have a small slice of cheesecake every day, like, that might be great but what will happen is if you have if you after having cheesecake every day for like three or four days you're like you're probably going to be like mm, actually you know what <laughs> um i might don't actually need cheesecake every day so um so in the beginning so just keep an open mind and just experiment like you don't have to decide now what it's going to look like and you might decide like for me i have like ice cream on saturday and sunday nights but like, and the other days my treat is my yogurt and seeds and I might have peanut butter with it or something like that. So it's not like I'm having a lot of sugar every single day. And you might also decide that, you know, there'll be times where you want to do be more focused on weight loss. And on those days you might like, and during those periods, you might like your treat, you might have like, you know, your treat might be dark chocolate, say, or something like that, that, and so it's like experimenting and then other times you might be like less focused on weight loss and be more focused on like giving yourself more treats but it's just like finding that balance um and like there's really no right or wrong with it it's just like playing experimenting 
and and playing around yeah does do you think like that does that give you a, yeah that's a, helpful thank a, you a good place to start with yeah yeah amazing yeah so like small slices of cake maybe <laughs> and like learning to like coach yourself and also like if you haven't if you've been coming and, and for some people I think like if you've been coming from quite a restrictive background like this thought that if I eat cake I'm not going to lose weight like that can be a difficult one to overcome but but so what you want to do is just like experiment with it and and like just start start playing around and then as you get that evidence of oh actually you know what because like my weight this morning was the same like after having ice cream two nights in a row was the same as it was on Friday morning like it's like it's like that but I didn't have too much ice cream kind of thing so like when you get that experience like you'll it will become easier with time um and another thing that people struggle with with this is um like some people just go oh I don't know what my, I don't know what I want I don't know what I want my treat to be um and so if that's you like what you can do is like start a list like have a bonus tip of like just cut it having a treat list and then as you're going through your day if you're like you out somewhere and you see someone having a croissant and you're like oh you know what I really, really would love to have a croissant that can go on your treat list and then or if you you know if you just think of something as some stuff stuff what's into your head you can just have it on your treat list and then each day you can look at your treat list and go oh yeah okay today is going to be this whatever it is so um yes and then like yeah that's really that's really all it is so I'll, your homework this week is to start planning your treat every day and yeah like some days it might be a bowl of blueberries might be a treat like you know it doesn't have to be that you're you know drowning in sugar every every, every single time but but also if you do want to have sugar every day like then go for it like it's like because there really is no bad foods and the more we it's really the quantity piece really is the most important part and also like when you're planning treats too the cool that's an, another cool thing about it is like say you're, you're like planning like you know you're going to have dessert then like you're less like you're going to save space for the dessert like you're less likely to overeat your food and like your main course and then like and then squeeze the dessert in on top like if you've like if you if your plan for the day is oh yeah I'm going to have dessert tonight then you'll you'll adjust your your treat accordingly and actually Tanya like you think about like your day yesterday like because you'd already you'd 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 plan that you're going to make cupcakes with your kids, so that was it made it easier to say no to the birthday at the birthday party because you were like, oh yeah, I'm going to have the cupcakes, and then you ended up changing the plan, which was perfect. So, um, yeah, cool. So, how's everyone feeling? Are you excited about getting into the habit of planning trades? Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> Is anyone worried about it? No, we're okay. Yeah, Melissa, you definitely looking... worried about it, but because uh, yeah. I come, I'm coming from a place of like a lot of restricting. So this is like, this is my head is just screaming like this is not okay. This is not <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just remember like to just take it slowly with yourself, and also remember just treat it as an experiment. Like it's just like we're just gonna do this for like just to do it. Let's take it one day at a time. Of, like yeah, I'm just gonna do it for today and see how that feels yeah yeah I'm willing to try it yeah yeah, great and you can always go back to restricting if you like if if you decide at the end like yeah and like yeah maybe like someday like you know dark chocolate's a good go-to treat like if you want to use that as your 
some yeah for some people like just having the same treat every day is easy easier too like so they don't have to think about it or thinking about it on a weekly basis can be another way yeah so sorry something you talked about that you know I guess we get better as as we go along is you know that you can have a certain type of food in the house like normally I wouldn't have a block of chocolate in the house because I feel like I can't have one piece and put it back I'll end up having the whole block in you know two or three days or something yeah yeah cool well it's up to you Tanya like whether you want to like start like so like it's up to like you might want to like just goes like baby steps so rather than having like buying a big bulk of chocolate maybe you buy like that's got individual wrappers and um and so then you've got that kind of end point and just do it like kind of like you're in the baby pool knowing that longer term like you can can become it's possible that you can become someone who has blocks of chocolate in the house and doesn't have to overeat them um but you don't you don't I wouldn't necessarily recommend going and buying like heaps and heaps of stuff and putting like making like making that hard for yourself but so up front so yeah just buying you. what you need is probably like baby step it rather than <laughs> like yeah yeah but also the and the other part is there will be times where you overeat it right where you do have more more of whatever treat that and what we want to do is um not make you like coach yourself afterwards and not make yourself like wrong for it like so if you do overeat some of your treat that's not a that's not a reason that you can't trust yourself this is just part of learning it's also part of like you never like I'm I'm not at a place where I never overeat like never overeat my treats and I don't want to be like sometimes you do want to just overindulge a bit but then you always go oh hang on that wasn't worth it but sometimes you like it's just good to to learn that lesson so when if you do when you do overeat your treat it's not if if when you do it's like the story that you tell yourself afterwards is important as well so coaching yourselves and go oh yeah okay this is the bit where I like learn like not what I not what don't want to do kind of thing so yeah amazing excellent I would say is the opposite of Melissa is allowing myself to kind of eat whatever I want when I want and so kind of focusing more on planning and having a specific treat and sort of doing what we did in the exercise make it intentional enjoy it versus just mindlessly snacking on sugar or whatever so that will be a different shift also amazing the opposite (laughs) yeah yeah Um, that's right we like the people are coming out from the same like from different different ends of the spectrum but we want to get like we're mm -hmm. meeting in the middle here being 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 that intentional yeah and then also not being restrictive about it too but just being I guess maybe in control of it because that is something I want to do better at is you know what I'm eating and such so so that we'll we'll see how it yeah, goes yeah yeah it's like well, it's, and it just comes down to asking yourself like every day like how do I want how do I want this to go mm-hmm. uh, yeah okay. yeah but so. when we so the week after next when we start talking about making intentional choices like that's going to be really helpful there but this is like a nice like baby step to, to doing that and if you normally have um like if you normally have sugar a couple of times a day Rachel if you want to mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be one treat if you want to plan like hey I'm going to have like a morning snack and something after dinner like totally cool like it's like okay. just 
yeah yeah like don't feel like you have to restrict it to only <laughs> only one <laughs> only one only one treat a day like yeah, yeah. like if, like, if, like but if again it's me, the planning and intention I think is that yeah. exercise to work on. yeah that's um, what it's all about it's just being intentional it doesn't matter what it is it's just like as long as you're using like the um like the best part of your brain mm-hmm. to make the choices yeah. then which yeah. that is the different piece than just whatever oh this sounds good just and- randoms yeah yeah, yeah amazing okay well have a beautiful week everyone and thank you for accommodating um being on the um having the call on a different day this week um yeah looking forward to seeing your tiny wins in the group and hearing how you go with maximizing pleasure okay so i'll catch you guys next week and we'll be back to normal time next week as well okay thank you